Let's go before God here in prayer. Let's get started here. Good morning, men of God. Welcome to the National Men's Prayer Call. National Men's Prayer Call take place every Tuesday and Thursday morning, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. We get this honor to come before God here, not only in prayer, but God has blessed us tremendously with the opportunity to have some outstanding speakers for the month of December. Our topic for this month is finish strong. And when I tell you we've had so many outstanding speakers up this far, this has been just outstanding. Um, and we're just grateful. We're grateful for God, first of all, because he allowed us uh, to have this national men's prayer call for over seven years. We'll continue to get stronger and stronger, but it's not us. It's just a power that God has allowed us to carry on and continue to just share uh, with men from all around the world. And we're grateful for that. We don't take it for granted. Uh, so with that being said, we have a gentleman this morning that's going to be pouring into us for the first time here on the National uh, Men's Prayer Call. So we're excited to have him. So he'll be coming up here shortly, and we're going to just welcome him. First of all, we're going to just pray that God would just use him, allow him to speak not of himself nor the flesh. But Lord, I just thank you right now for hiding him behind the cross. And Father, as he speak your word, and I thank you right now for giving him the revelation. And we just cover his family. And Father, his ministry, and Lord, we thank you actually for the opportunity that we're going to have to hear from him uh, coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, men of God, we just ask that you continue to support us however you can with your Facebook page. I need to share it here myself, and then we're going to just go ahead and continue to move on. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer so we can get this gentleman out of the bullpen because I know he's ready to go. Uh, so with that being said, uh, we're going to go before God here in prayer. The God of Abraham the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. We come to you this morning. First of all, Lord, we want to say thank you because uh, this day, December the 17th, 2020, uh, this day was not promised, but you made it possible, Lord, and we want to just reverence you and say thank you for it, Lord. We don't take anything for granted, Lord, but one thing that we do, Lord, is know that your word says for us to be able to seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God. And that's what we want to be obedient and do. As your word said, it would, all these other things will be added unto us, Lord. We know that you're sovereign. We know that you're in control of every situation. Uh, man cannot shut down anything, but you can. And Lord, we know that you're, you're gracious, Lord. And we thank you right now for your grace and your mercy. As your word says, it's new every morning. And Lord, thank you for that, Lord. Oh, God. There's so many other affirmations, Lord. And Father, we just give you all the praise because the Bible says that you're Lord of Lord. The Bible speaks on you as being King of Kings. It says that you're the Almighty. The Bible speaks on you as being the Shepherd. Oh, God, thank you for being the Shepherd and the Protector over us, Lord. And we thank you because the Word says also that you are the line of the tribe of Judah. Oh, God, thank you for that. And Father, we just can't thank you enough all that you do for us, Lord. And Father, we just thank you right now in advance, Lord, for those that are on the front line, Lord, they're working tireless. And Father, even some of the ones have already been affected, Lord, but Father, we just bind that right now in the name of Jesus. We ask that you would just comfort them, Lord, give them the strength that they need, Lord, to carry out each and every day the assignments, Lord, that you put before them. Oh, God, thank you for them. And Father, we just ask right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, but just a hedge of protection for each and every household, Lord. 
And Father, this time of the year, Lord, it may seem like it's a depressing time or it's an uncertain time, Lord, but it's never in your eyes, Lord, because Father, you're in control. And Lord, we thank you right now for being a blessing in our household, Lord. We, we, we thank you right now that every need is met according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. There's no lack, no financial burden, no anyone's household, Lord. We ask right now you will be the supplier. Ah, oh, God, thank you for that. And Lord, not only the supplier, Lord, but we thank you right now, Father, for being the healer that you are. The Bible says that you are Jehovah Rapha, the God that healeth thee. And Lord, right now, there's so many people that need healing, not only spiritual, mentally, physically, Lord, but we thank you right now for that, providing that for us, Lord. Oh, God, we just pray right now and continue to lift up uh, Dr. Kenneth Green, Lord, as he continue to have different type of surgeries, Lord. But God, you, you're, you're the master physician. And Lord, we trust you to know that he is completely healed from any ailment that he's facing right now. Oh, God, thank you right now by the blood of Jesus is covering him. Thank you for First Lady, uh, Sister Green, that's standing right in the gap. I pray for her. And Lord, we just thank you right now. Father, for those, all those that Father that's dealing with any element right now, Lord, I just pray right now for just a healing over them right now, their body, for whatever symptoms may be, Lord. I, I pray right now for my neighbor, uh, Miss, Miss Bright, Lord. Pray for her. Give her the strength that she needs, Lord. I, I just thank you for that. And Lord, I just honor you and I adore you in all that you do and all that you've already done. Thank you, Father, for the men that's on the call here, Father. And we just pray right now for someone that may need looking for employment, Lord. I pray right now you would make that happen. Oh, God, thank you for that, Lord. And the Bible says that and for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Lord, I thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you and not man as we walk by faith and not by sight. <laughs> oh, God, we thank you for that. And Lord, we just pray right now for our helpmate. Uh, thank you for our helpmate, because the word says a house can't stand if it's divided, and two cannot be together except the agree on the word. It's the word of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. So we thank you, Father. And Lord, we just pray right now for our offspring. We lift them up before you, Lord, and we pray that you would just cover them, Lord, as they go to school, Lord, virtual learning, or they're really in the school, in the room, classroom, Lord, pray for them, Lord, keep we pray and hedge protection for each and every campus, Lord. Father, we know that the enemy is always lurking, but he's off limits from them. And we just pray for those that faculty members, Lord, in the ministry, all of them. We cover them right now, Lord. Thank you, Father. And Father, I just ask you to continue to pray for my boys, Lord. Lift them up for their health. And Father, I just pray, Lord, now for direction and guidance for my son, uh, uh, Joseph, Lord. Pray, Lord, we need your help. Father, we can't do anything without you, Lord. We just ask for your help. And Father, I just pray right now, Father, for those who are actually asking for prayer, Lord, for sickness. Lord, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus, Father. You just cover them all with the blood of Jesus. Thank you for them. And we just pray right now, Father, again, for this day, because it was not promised, but you made it possible. And we're just so grateful for it. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Well, amen, Reggie, and amen, amen again. Hey, brothers, we are, again, delighted and excited to come before you and, and just to lift up prayer and the power of personal, spiritually enhanced personal development. We know our, our mission is this, for men to be able to have a safe place to be able to come and pray, knowing that their prayers will be answered, and also 
that they would have a safe space to be able to grow, to be able to get that, that personal growth um, uh, element that will allow them to become better men, to build, to be able to do all that God has ordained and designed for them to do. And this morning, it's no different than it has been for the last seven years. Every Tuesday and Thursday morning, we bring to you a power-packed prayer, but a, a performance uh, presentation of, um, of, of the word or of, of personal development of information for your transformation. Now, this morning, we have a young man that uh, I was introducing myself to. First time I'd met him, I was all excited. And he looked at me and said, Johnny. We, uh, I, we know each other. We used to uh, meet at the networking event and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh, my Lord, he's correct. So this is not a stranger to me, but he's a newly reminded friend. And he's uh, going to be your new friend because he has information for your transformation. Charles is the president of Healthcare Tech, uh, which is an IT uh, 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 entity. He is bringing information regarding finishing strong, the necessity and the ability to finish strong so that you'll be able to start start smart. So ladies and gentlemen, it's our honor to present to you this morning, Mr. Charles, Charles Goldie. Charles, are you there, sir? I am, I am. Can you guys hear me okay? We can hear you well. All right, very good. Well, good morning, Johnny Mack. Um, thank you for the opportunity. Pastor Sederic, thank you um, for thinking of me and, and, and giving me the opportunity as well. Um, <clears throat> I won't be before you guys um, too long this morning, but um, I wanted to start off and tell you that there are, as of today, there are 14 days left in the year, right? As we talk about finishing strong and in that 14 days, that's 14 days, that's two weeks, right? So uh, I'm gonna apologize in advance and tell you that I'm gonna use sports analogies um, throughout, my, throughout our whole our time this morning. So. Um, so we got two weeks, we will call that the two minute warning, right? And this is a two minute warning, not like in football where we stop the clock and go to commercial break, but it's a two minute warning in basketball where all the announcer does is just say two minutes right at the end of the period and the clock is running um, and, and the business day has already started on the East Coast. So so we are, we are, we are running um, and we are still going. So life is like um sports a, a lot of times i think it's one of the reasons why i appreciate sports um so much and so we want to close out this period that we're in with purpose um whether we're up by 10 or down by 20 we just need to put some points on the board before the break we just want to finish strong it doesn't matter if we had a great year or if we're just in survival mode and we're just we just struggling trying to get through it. I, I have been on both sides. I feel like I've been on both of those sides just in this year, right? And so, um, but however, whatever side we are on, we can still finish out this period um, with purpose. And so my scripture for today is gonna be, uh, one of my scriptures for today will be uh, the one that I, I've heard mentioned as I've been a part of this, uh, this, this month, uh, Galatians 6 and 9, let us not be weary and well-doing, but in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. So my first point this morning is um, to, to kind of from a headspace standpoint, tell you that the last play doesn't matter. The last game doesn't matter. 
on either side, whether it was great, whether it was bad, it, it, it doesn't matter in this in this last little bit as we start to finish strong and, and start smart. We got to shake off whatever past setbacks or failures that we had um, and focus on what, what, what we have in front of us today, the opportunity that we have in today. Um, we already know that we can't change the past. Um, so forgive yourself or forgive the other, whoever it is, right, that needs forgiveness. Um, and let's make the most of the opportunity that we have in front of us. Guys, I, I, I'll tell on myself a little bit. And I, I remember a time when, um, I know this isn't you, but this is this is something that I did. But I remember a time when I would have um, a heated moment of fellowship um, with my significant other. Um, and maybe the heated moment of fellowship was my fault. Maybe it was her fault, but it didn't matter. Um, the clock is ticking on today. And if I spend time holding grudges and arguing, I'm missing out on time today with that person, right? And, and, and that's precious time that I, that I don't get back. And so me, I'm a little, I struggle. I got a little bit of that pettiness in me. Um, and so, you know, I would just not talk to my teammate. But what does that look like? You know, how does that work? I'm just gonna run, run a play and not communicate for the play that I'm running because I'm mad because they didn't do what I wanted them to do in the last situation. Um, that's, that's self-defeating. Um, of course, I'm not saying don't deal with issues and you've got to deal with things and you've got to move forward, but if we spend that time and energy today in the last two weeks that we have this year worried about what was supposed to happen yesterday, we're going to miss out on today's opportunity. I'll give you another example. Unfortunately, this is an example. This is a true real-life story. Um, but I spent time fighting on the way to church, right? And then I missed the message and I missed the entire move of God because I chose to stay in my emotions. So get out of that headspace, get out of that. Let's just focus on what we have in front of us. On the flip side, right, we can't bask in the glory and the wonderment of our success too long either. Again, I'm a sports fan and there was a great game on football uh, on uh, Monday night between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. And it came down to the rock. It was, it was fantastic. If you had watched it, see if you can watch it. It was, it was a great game. But if the Baltimore Ravens today in practice are still talking about what they did Monday night, they're in trouble for, for this coming weekend. They've got another game, another test, another trial, another devil coming up against them this weekend. And that's what they need to focus on, not what, you know, not what happened and not the great plays that that happened last week. So maybe this was a great year for you. Maybe you got that promotion or you're in a new position, but this is hurry up offense. I know we haven't done everything that God has called us to do. Uh, there is, there's still something that we need to do. If we're gonna start smart, let's get a jump on, on next year. What team doesn't wanna start the second period, right? Or the second half with a lead. Let's not slow down. Sometimes you, 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 we can, we can Watch teams that will that will not play to win, but they're playing not to lose, right? They take their foot off the off the gas and they've got a comfortable lead and and, and they, they just kind of get complacent. Let's not do that. Let's keep let's keep going. My second point is um, we can't 
look at the folks around us. Too many times for me personally, I get caught up in looking at the people that I'm associated with. And I'm thinking, well, that brother don't have to go through that. And, that, and they're not going through that. Why am I, why, why is this on me? <clears throat> and so Matthew 25, chapter 25, verses 14 and 15, it's the parable of the man with, with uh, the parable of the talents that Jesus gave. Um, for it will be like uh, a man going on a journey who called to his servants and entrusted them, uh, entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five, to another two, and to another one. And he gave each according to his ability, and then he went away. Okay, so he gave them talents according to their ability. Why one had more ability than another, I don't know. All I know is I feel like I just, I'm the one with the one talent. I don't know. Brother Sidere got five of them. I don't know why I got one, but but that's what I got, right? And so, but truthfully, it, matter, it, it really doesn't matter how many somebody else has. Am I being a good steward over the one that I have? Have I done what he has called me to do? But no, no, I'm asking questions like, why well, I got to work out and eat right. That brother don't. That brother just got the physique. That brother just, you know, he ain't got to do what I got to do. Um, or why can't I do this? Why do I have to, to, to get up early um, and prepare for this? And I can't go out on, uh, uh, you know, the things that I'm doing when I'm, when I'm, when I'm not focused um, on, on what I should be focused on. Um, <clears throat> and what I'm saying with that is I, in that, I felt the Holy Spirit tell me, Charles, you're looking at that brother, but that brother's not on your team. To whom much is given, much is required. Now, you asked for success. You got success. But there's a requirement that the success, it just it has a requirement that, that you've got to, to adhere to. You're looking at, uh, for instance, if I look at a, at, a, at a guy who's not on my team, who's, I've got success, I have reached the postseason. That brother doesn't have the work that I have to do because that brother's not in the postseason. There are a number of teams that will not be uh, practicing in January. A number of NFL teams that won't be practicing in January. And I don't mean to offend anybody because you know I know we got some Dallas Cowboy fans, but they're not going to be doing film study wild card weekend this year. There's no NBA team that have more practices more postseason interviews than the NBA, than the Lakers and the Miami Heat this year. They had more of it, they had, and they had it at a higher intensity because they went in further into the postseason. They, they played the last two games of the season. They had more work because they went further. They had the success. That, that success built upon that just gave them an additional requirement. So I can't look at what this brother has and what that brother doesn't have or whatever because I, I'm in the postseason. That means I got more work to do. I got more practices. I got more film study. I got more homework. I can't do what other folks um, what other folks do. So, guys, I understand that <clears throat> maybe what we're dealing with is not the hand that we wanted dealt to us. Um, maybe we're we're uh, we, we wish that we had a better hand, but when we've got the hand that we've got for a reason. God has given us the talent that he gave, right? The, the assignment that he's given, he's given that to us 
for a reason. And some of us have had great years and we need to give God all the honor and glory and praise for that. Some of us are in a situation where we need a miracle and that's okay too. Give God his praise. Now consider the down payment for what he's going to do in your life. Um, he does his best work for us when we are in this situation. If you're like me, I just don't like to be in that situation. But the only way you get the greatest Super Bowl comeback of all time is when you're down 3-28 to 28 in the fourth quarter. You don't need a miracle when you're up by 14 points. Me, personally, I always want to be up by 14 points, and I want a miracle. I, we, you don't need it. Right? God doesn't need to split the Red Sea if there's no army coming to kill you. That's why, because you can just walk around. But now, Moses and the children of Israel were in an emergency situation, and they needed something supernaturally, and God did it. But we don't want to be in that uncomfortable position to need that supernatural uh, move of God to be in the first place. So we can finish strong when we do what he has called us to do, when we focus on the instruction, not the circumstances. Peter didn't begin to sink until he started looking at the waves. My last point is to execute the play. Proverbs 16 and 9 says that a man's heart, a man's heart plans his uh, ways, but the Lord orders his steps. Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, a plans for hope and a future. Just execute the play that's in front of you. you I'm an overthinker. I'm an overanalyzer. I'm worried about, well, well what about this? And, and, da, 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 and, and, and you know, if, if I do this, do I, God doesn't need me to overthink and overanalyze what he's already worked out for me. All he needs me to do is just execute. Just what he's already thought it out. He can see further than, than how I than, than, than my sight, right? He knows what's in 2021, what's in 2022. He doesn't need me trying to plan it out. He just needs me to execute what's directly in front of me, do what he's told me to do. And when I do that, he can do his best work. So we finish strong when we follow his instructions and he, when we do what he has told us to do. Gentlemen, that's my time. Beautiful. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Charles. Thank you. And finish strong and start smart. That's about, you know, um, the, all the sports analogies, you know, it really, it really got me thinking about what you're saying, Charles, even in the space where, you know, where we're supposed to close out with pur purpose. And the very first point, gentlemen, is I kind of recap this real quickly. The last play doesn't matter the last game does not matter right and when i thought about that is is the ability for um in that instance to have a quarterback's mentality right you didn't throw a pick you didn't didn't do a completion uh things are looking just you know despairingly but you still go out get in the huddle and then you command your group right there's a group of people that we're surrounded in our sphere of influence that is looking for our leadership, right? And they coming in and they have all expectations that you're gonna come in there and run the right play. You know, there, there's, uh, what's my boy from Baltimore? Why am I forgetting his name right now? Lamar um, Jackson. Lamar, there we go. And the ability that this brother have at any occasion to turn his team back around, like Charles was talking about from Monday's game, is that you're waiting. 
you're waiting. And sometimes you're so dope, you you get in, you're almost in, in a, a fan's position, right? And, and I'm waiting on that. Trust me, gentlemen, what I'm suggesting is that there are a whole bunch of people, J-Mac, that's looking at you and that's in the huddle that's waiting for you to be the star that they know you can be, right? They just looking for that leadership and telling you to run which route that they supposed to run. And so what happens when we get so uh, entwined into our own selves that we forget that we that dope, that we that talented? You know, that's what Charles was saying. That's that talent. They, we, we got something that, that other people don't have. And that's the ability that God has given us to take somebody from the one yard line to the other side and get into the red zone so we can get in. So brothers, do not forget, we got a group of people that are waiting uh, for us. Uh, my puppy trying to give me uh, uh, my, my amen choir. So y'all yes, forgive sir, me on that. Yes, sir. Let me just interject one thing. You're speaking to the choir. Um, this morning when I, during my quiet time, the Lord gave me one simple word. He says, you can't lead from the middle. You've you got to lead from the front. In order to lead. Leaders that's lead from the front. I'm just going to, I'm about to just say, thank you, because that's a confirmation. I'm sorry I blew up. That, that now, uh, uh see, Charles, this is how this go. You know, we got a whole bunch of preachers on this line, right? And they got to get, we got to get up in there. That's what we do, because this thing be so good. But it reminds us, this is what we, this is what we do. We are a band of brothers that unite together on Tuesdays and Thursdays to remind each other who we are and more importantly, where we're supposed to be going, right? And this reminder is that we got to finish strong. We in the two minute uh, uh, drill, right? We, we ain't got no huddle. We ain't got no, we got to hit it, baby, right? So uh, the last play doesn't matter. You can't focus on the people around you was the second point. Now here the part of Charles, when you said this, what came in my mind, y'all ever been in a restaurant and you just spend all this time ordering your food and they finally come out and bring it and you get ready to eat. And then the person next to you, the waitress come out and they got a whole skillet that's sizzling and it's <laughs> and you walk by and you see that steam flow by and you smell that smell. And the first thing you do is have food envy. You looking at somebody, you can't even enjoy what's in front of you. And, and, and because you, Hey, did you miss out on what he ordered? What and you called the waitress over there? What, 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 sis, what, what was that thing you just gave him, gentlemen? We we can't do that. We over here studying somebody else's place. I might not could afford that skillet, right? You know, I'm telling you right now, I'm hung out with Charles Goat. I just can't order the same stuff he ordered. His he sits sideways, his wallet fat. I can't worry about what he he what he ordered. I just got to get what I, I can handle, right? So we cannot get to a point where we're looking over here and seeing what Anthony is getting. And then I become dismayed with what I got and I don't want to play no more. It ain't fair. And I tell you what, I know I'm more saved than Anthony is. I done did more for the Lord than Anthony did. You know what I'm saying? And then that's the point we over here be drowning God. We can't, we gotta take care of what he gave us. We can't focus. And the last thing, right, that Charles said, execute the play, execute the play. It is by our obedience. And this is the part where in the huddle, I can't be worried about if the quarterback can call this because I didn't see uh, uh, Tom Brady and throwing it to Antonio Brown, but Antonio Brown didn't get the, right, the route right. But the ball is there. 
how it looked like me trying to run out here and I didn't get the right, why? Think about it, why did I get it? I wasn't listening. I wasn't in communication. I maybe been distracted, but the team is counting on me to be in the spot that I need to be, that God is called to play. Gentlemen, you got to be, this is my reminder, my twist on it, my remix on what Charles said is that I got to execute the play, but to execute the play, I got to be in proximity of the, of the quarterback. I got to be hearing what he calling out. I can't be hanging out there and then never come into the huddle, but I'm just out here, look for me. I'm so dope. They just You just throw it to me. Nah, baby, we play plays right here. We run plays. And some of us out here like the Lone Ranger and not in the huddle and thinking we so good. And then we go to the sideline, kicking over the, over the water bucket and throwing my helmet over here. Nah, it is a team sport. We got one coach. We got one play, man running the, the plays and we execute. So, gentlemen, that is a, a beautiful Charles. Thank you uh, for that because we got to finish strong. And here's the, the interesting thing about the uh, the two-minute huddle. Guess what? It's already rehearsed. They run the drills already. So what happens is that we do it instinctively. We do it because we've already gone through the preparations to get it. And so now I don't have to get back in the huddle. I am here to execute, and that's where we are. 14 days, two weeks left, and... We ain't in the huddle. What, what is God telling us? Question now pose. What is God telling us what we supposed to be doing? Beautiful, beautiful reminder, Charles. And we thank you for that. And I'm going to get my tail back in the huddle, uh, not back in the bed. And uh, we're going to get on this and execute and go hard these last two weeks because, you know, I'm trying to win this thing for my people. It's a ton of stuff that we got to do. And when I think about about the original play, what God had planned for us this year. Have I executed? Have I done everything that he's told me to do? Now it's my time to go ahead and wrap it up and do exactly so I can finish strong. So gentlemen, that's that reminder. Get back in the hub. What is God telling us to do? How? What are the instructions for the remainder of the year? And if you don't know what they should be, my advice again, Based on what this word is said, it's reminding us, get back in the huddle and then let God do the coaching. You know, he, he already knows the plans he has for us. He already knows the routes where we're supposed to be running. And ben, don't be out here uncovered. You know, where we're supposed to cover and everybody else and you uncover. Amen? Let's get this prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for absolutely everything. We thank you for the, the best routes. We thank you for the best strategies. We thank you for uh, just the best preparation that you could have given us, Father. And even in the spot where we have not done it, Father, we thank you for the opportunity just to be on the field. Father, so many other men that are not there. There are so many other people that are not in the, in, in the postseason. There's so many th different things, Father, that uh, I have... Uh, reason to be joyful of, Father, and appreciative of. And I want you to know right now, this band of brothers that we're with, we don't want to lose that opportunity, Father. So we thank you for it. We thank you for the reminder that Charles gave us, Father. I pray over my brother Charles, everything, his his purpose within you, Father, his family, Father, uh, his, you know, this is energy, his spirit, Father, the willingness to do it, Father. I just pray over that. And I ask that the universe give him every and anything that he needs to be successful in his business and every other venture that he's head of. So, Father, we thank you uh, supremely for 
everything. I ask you to go with all the brothers, Father, and we thank you for the reminder of what we are supposed to be doing, Father, that this race is not finished until you call us home. And in every moment we got to make sure that we glorify your name, Father, we do it with a spirit of excellence, but we also do it with a spirit of urgency as well. We thank you, Father, we love you, we honor you, and now we live for you. In your, in your son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. All right, gentlemen, uh, y'all have an amazing weekend. It is glorify on three. One, two, three. Glorify. All right, now, there y'all go. Y'all, that was a good word, man. That was a great word. That was a good word. Thank I knew he was going to, when he had that crispy shirt on and it was buttoned up to his neck and he read it. <laughs> Listen, I ain't never seen this brother that ready this early. Boy. Listen, I knew something was coming. <laughs> good, good word. I'll be blessed, brothers. All right.